Hello there, listeners. It's Laurie Armour Lloyd with another episode of A Flare for VIP Events podcast. Cannot believe it's the end of November. I hope all my American friends had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I actually held off decorating for Christmas until after Thanksgiving, so I'm quite proud of that. Um, I cannot believe it's all like the end of the year is here. I mean, that's crazy. This year went by so fast. And, you know, it was this year in 2023, I started this podcast. And my goal is just just help everyone in events just learn and dive into this topic of VIPs, VIP events, experiences, and areas. I've thought through some of my VIP events that I've worked at this year, some of them repeat. I see some of the same VIPs at each event, and I see some of the same VIPs every year. And it's just such a natural rhythm for me now to work at a VIP event and how I prepare for it. And one of the things that I want to share with you today is how I prepare um, for VIP events, to be around VIPs in particular, when I'm not involved in the planning and when I'm just going on site. Obviously, you know, you're not, um, you don't have much time, you just show up on site, you do the work, but how do you make that process easier is by getting into the mind of the people that you're going to be around. And I said this before, I think, but I'll repeat. You can't just say VIP and one size fits all. Top level athletes, they've got different requirements at an event and in their day to day than the CEO of a Fortune 100 company, for example. And going into a VIP event or any event with a hospitality and guest first mindset is great, but you have to dive deeper to anticipate needs, solve problems, prevent problems, answer questions, and provide a top tier experience. And you also have to think about the nuances of different types of people. And this sounds like the whole practice of thinking about what VIPs want and need is just for the VIP, but it's also for you. And if you can show this awareness of VIPs, then you stand out and you have a better chance of making it in the VIP event industry. It's worked in my favor for sure, and there's a lot I want to cover, so let's just dive in. Welcome to A Flare for VIP Events. Join your host, Laura Yarbrough Lloyd, a VIP event planner, as she takes you behind the scenes of the VIP world. Learn the strategies, network, and mindset needed to work at iconic events like the Olympics, Academy Awards, Wimbledon, Royal Weddings, and more. And tune in for tips on how to work with celebrities, athletes, and world leaders, how to be or hire a VIP manager, and how VIP management will skyrocket your career. All you need is a flair for VIP events. So I introduced this in episode one when I talked about VIPs when referring to the actual people, whether they are celebrities, high net worth individuals, corporate VIPs, athletes, diplomats, and influencers, and how it's important to group VIPs into one of those categories. But there are some nuances to this sometimes. Let's say a movie star is going to a sports event as a spectator. In this case, they're not necessarily there to carry out their roles related to their job as 
a movie star, they're there as spectators, although they may be doing some media obligations for a brand they represent, for example. So for that reason, we add spectators, consumers, and fans into our list of event guests and think about what they want out of an event as well. And today, I'm basically going to walk you through part of my cheat sheet that has all these types of VIPs. And you don't even have to write anything down because I've done it for you. You can get access to my cheat sheet in the episode notes. And these tips are like hacks, but they are not strategies. They are a guideline and they serve as a starting point to your event strategy. And the reason I've thought about VIPs in this way is to get into their mindset so that I can be better prepared. As event professionals, we know what we want to achieve at an event and we have our own expectations and it's great to think of what guests overall will want from their event journey and experience, but we're really missing a huge opportunity to provide good service by putting everyone into one category. And this will honestly save your life when someone asks you a question and you look or feel dumbfounded or awkward when you have it prepared in advance. I used to go into events with the most positive attitude and I wanted to be there for the people first. I didn't focus on AV or the swag or the content. I was there for the people, whatever they need. And then these really niche questions start coming out and I'm an introvert and a classic introvert trait is needing a moment to think when someone asks you a question and you don't know the answer. And so when someone comes to you at an event and they ask you about laundry and laundry is not something that you typically think about when you're planning an event, you you feel that dumbfounded for a moment and you're like, okay, right, I'm working with athletes, so of course they're asking me about laundry, but you know, it really saves you some headache by thinking about this stuff in advance. And there are only so many times you can tell someone something like, I'm not sure, but I'll find out and let you know as soon as possible. Um, that's also making it more difficult on yourself and no one, no one wants to wait if like, especially if they're walking around with sweaty clothes. So that's where this is coming from. There's something in it for them, the event guests, but also there's something in it for you. And why don't we just dive into some of this list? Spectators, sponsors, CEOs, athletes, celebrities, world leaders. It's not an exhaustive list, but it gives you an idea of the types of VIPs or non-VIPs who come to an event. And think about what each of those group needs and wants at an event. What are their behaviors? What are their habits? What do they want to get out of the event? What are some common issues that they usually have? And I like to think of this as a cake. I promise this isn't silly. I love a good metaphor and a good visual. Think of your favorite three-tier cake. And that cake is a type of person. The base is your starting point always when you make a cake, right? It's what everything on the cake sits on. And the bottom base is like 
the person's main goal or purpose or concern at the event. And I'll stay on the sports theme since I mentioned it earlier. Let's talk about an athlete. An athlete's bottom base is winning. Could be winning for glory, personal record, world record. It could be money. And the middle tier is what the athlete needs and wants. And that depends on the bottom, right? So their main concern or goal is winning. Their needs and wants are things like laundry, the gym, the right diet and nutrition. They also may want to do fun activities. It's a really common thing with athletes. They travel, they want to do something fun as well. Okay, the top tier is based on the tier below it. The top tier, that's the habits and behaviors that result from those needs and wants. So an athlete's habits could be dropping off their laundry, changing who is on their accreditation or guest list. Okay, finally, there are embellishments on cakes. Sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not, but those embellishments are like issues. Sometimes issues pop up, sometimes they don't, and just because you consider them doesn't mean that they always happen. But some common issues could be fans and security or difficult post-game or match interviews, taxes on prize money, and tests for doping. There's all kinds. So those three tiers and the embellishments make up a cake, and that's how I visualize what a VIP or any event guest expects, needs, and wants at an event. Everything always depends on what's below it. Okay, let's change it up with a different cake and talk about a CEO at an event, and that CEO is the keynote speaker. Their bottom tier, it could be being in a room with the right people efficiency and having everything planned for them so that they can conduct business at the event and network. The middle tier, they need and they want luxury transportation, restaurant reservations, in-room hotel check-in, Wi-Fi, clear communication, streamlined rehearsal. The top tier, the habits and behaviors. They may rely on a PA rather than the event staff. They fly in, they fly out, they aren't around for very long. They put things on their travel loyalty cards. And the embellishments or common issues could be frequent and last minute travel changes. And you having to work with the hotel and transportation on those things. Requests and they want a very quick answer, sometimes complex personalities. So you see, those things are really different from an athlete, and it's great to be hospitable to all, and that's how you start out, but you have to dive deeper and think of the complexity of a three-layer cake. It's a complex thing, just like these are multi-layered and multifaceted people, and the nature of being a VIP is complex doesn't mean it's bad, it's just complex. And I think we can round out this quick discussion with one final cake. And I feel like people would giggle if they knew I was talking um, about them as cakes, but maybe they would chime in about the flavor, which I haven't done yet. For the, the record, mine would be three different flavors each tier. 
I'd have to go with chocolate, carrot, and lemon. Just saying. Um, I love cakes. So, okay, let's get back to one final example. Let's think of a celebrity like a performer or a singer, and they're at a major sports event as a spectator. We always see celebrities at a Grand Prix or the NBA Finals, for example. Do you think of them as a performer or a spectator, or as a combination of both? I think common sense is you think of them as both. So what's a spectator or a fan's main concern or role in an event? It's to have fun. It's being entertained. It's seeing friends. seeing something exciting. And if they aren't famous and they're genuinely just a spectator, then you can add things to the list like they want autographs. They want to check off a bucket list item. They want cool photos. They want to avoid FOMO. Okay, but in this case... Um, let's say having fun, a, a high level performer as a spectator, they're there to have fun. Um, they may even be there, um, with some media obligations if they're invited by a brand they represent, but, um, the middle tier, the needs and wants, those are things like swag, exclusivity, good food and beverage experiences, good seating, safety, and the top tier habits and behaviors are talking to and knowing a lot of people, posing for photos, probably signing some autographs, and having high expectations. They may even be there as a guest of someone who's given them the seats, like I said before, the brand, but they also could be the guests of someone who's competing. And finally, the embellishments or the issues. In this case, the celebrity always has the potential for safety and security problems, and that's the most important thing to be aware of when they're in an open environment where they are a spectator. So I hope this helps you visualize the different kinds of people, and sometimes they're pretty clear and singular, and sometimes they are a mixture like the last example. And like I said, I've got this cheat sheet ready to download. Um, I do use it as a cheat sheet first, and then I use those as guidelines to create my own strategy, and I think more about the person or people in question. So let's say you do get to work at a VIP event. Maybe you already do, maybe you want to, or maybe you have a VIP coming to your event. And if you don't have much time to prep, and let's say you just work on site instead of um, planning, then do this analysis if you don't have much time and you only have time for one thing this is what you want to do and if you don't really know what people would expect or need and want think of your own experiences have you ever been a spectator at a huge event have you ever played sports have you ever been on a panel at an industry event or led a keynote speech those things in your background really really help not just to help you kind of understand the event guests, but also, as I said before, that kind of intuitive understanding because you've experienced it yourself on some level makes it easier to get jobs at VIP events and around VIPs in the first place. That relatability is really attractive. And that's how I got to work at one of the most iconic events I used some examples from my past playing sports to show that I understood what a high-level athlete needed. And this isn't necessarily an analysis 
that's exclusive to VIP events. Um, you can see on my own cheat sheet, I've also got mid-level managers on there. So if you do conferences or exhibitions, this is also super helpful. Often, you don't consider mid-level managers VIPs. You wouldn't normally consider a conference or exhibition a VIP event. But just remember, VIPs and speakers always go hand in hand, especially when you have mid-level managers, 90% of them extend their travel for leisure time when they go to a business conference in a cool location. So how does that impact what they need and want and ask for? So yeah, if you book a VIP event, make this your priority. And if you don't know exactly how to analyze a person, think of your own experiences and you don't if you don't have strong personal experiences, just ask. If someone starting out asked me, what are some common quests these VIPs have when you've worked at this event before? I would just want them on my team simply because they consider that in the first place and it's on their mind. I think ultimately it makes your experience so much better because you go unprepared. You're not stumped when someone asks you a question Remember the common introvert problem when someone asks you a question that you weren't prepared for? So preparation, it leads to professionalism, relatability, and likability. And when you achieve that, you have a successful career. And then you've got to call me or send me a message and tell me about your success and what kind of VIPs you're working around or what kind of VIP events you're working at. Okay, so we talked a lot today about cakes and you're never going to look at a VIP the same ever again because you'll just be thinking of cake. Maybe that's why I'm so happy when I'm working at VIP events. Who knows? Keep it a secret. So if I could sum up today in a few points, I think it's these three. Number one, each type of VIP is complex like a three-tier cake. Those tiers in the embellishments represent their goals at an event, needs and wants, behaviors and habits, and the common issues they face. Number two, this kind of analysis is the first thing you should do when you know you're going to work at a VIP event or face-to-face with VIPs. It makes their experience better and it makes yours better. Be proactive instead of reactive and don't spend all your time fighting fires. And this preparation ultimately leads to likability and trustworthiness. So then you just get asked back over and over to that event and you start getting referred for more. Number three, download my cheat sheet. The link is in the episode notes and use it as a guideline to create your own strategy, but also make your own. Mine's just a starting point and there are always exceptions and nuances with each event and each person. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this new episode and learned something that will help you achieve your event goals, whether they are to work at iconic VIP events, to manage VIPs, to create VIP experiences, or to hire the right team for your VIP event. If you found it useful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. For more VIP resources or links to my social media to stay up to date with a flair for VIP events and get all the behind the scenes content, you can visit my website, lauraloydevents.com, 
find me on Instagram and YouTube at Laura Lloyd Events or on LinkedIn. I'm the only Laura Yarbrough Lloyd. I'll see you next time when you undoubtedly will have a little bit more flair for VIP events. Cheers, everyone. Bye.